Paris Musée presents Once Upon a Museum. Use podcasts about the museums of Paris. I see a beautiful city and a brilliant people rising from this abyss. And in their struggles to be truly free, in their triumphs and defeats, through long years to come, I see the evil of this time and of the previous time, of which this is the natural birth, gradually making expiation for itself and wearing out. What are you talking about? What people are rising from the abyss? It's a quote from A Tale of Two Cities by Charles Dickens. What is he talking about? He's mainly talking about the rebirth of Paris after the French Revolution. This quote makes me think about how life must have been all those years ago. It feels like we're traveling through time. I can also make us travel through time. I know of a magical place in the heart of the Marais that makes you go back in time by staying right here in Paris. Go back in time? Okay! And do we get there in a supersonic engine that flies in a spatio-temporal rift? No need. We just have to walk to the Canavale Museum, that beautiful building over here, right in front of us. The Carnavale Museum? Is it a museum filled with beautiful carnival costumes? No, it's a museum that used to be a private mansion owned by the Lady de Canavenois. Since the name was hard to pronounce, it was changed to Carnavalet. And today, the Carnavalet Museum in Paris is dedicated to the history of the city, and its collections go from prehistoric times until today. You can find historic pieces, such as a prehistoric canoe used to cruise on the Seine, or even a big cardboard pencil with Je suis Charlie written on it, dating back to the 2015's terrorist attacks. A real trip back in time, as promised. Come on, let's hurry up and go. Wow, it's so big and bright. Good job, Lady de Cadet. Oh, there. What's behind this door? That's what we're about to find out. I'm ready. Ah, there you go with the... I don't recognize anything at all. Are you sure we're even in Paris? Yes, but we're in the Paris of the Middle Ages. It's normal if you don't recognize it. The Middle Ages. It was the period when people spoke Old French, Old Francois. It is the period between antiquity and the Renaissance, from the 5th century to the end of the 15th century. So the Middle Ages lasted a long while. And since that time, I'm sure that Paris has changed a lot. Sure, look at how you grew up in 10 years, and then imagine Paris in 10 centuries. Paris In the 14th century, there were more than 250,000 inhabitants. It was the most crowded city in Europe. Today, there are over 2 million people. Sure, Paris keeps on evolving century after century. Once upon a time, the history of Paris. 
The history of Paris in the Middle Ages begins in the 5th century, when Paris becomes the capital of the Franks with King Clovis. Then the Vikings occupy the city, then the Carolingians, then the Capetians. Wow, things are happening in this capital. Oh, look, a mini Paris. This is a model that represents Paris, and more precisely the Ile de la Cité, a small island in the center of the capital. If we were very small, we could walk around the model of the Ile de la Cité to visit medieval Paris. How about we become as small as a fly on a wall? Let me think. There. Done. Oh, yes. I walk in the Ile de la Cité, but it's nothing like nowadays. The streets are tight. The house is narrow. There are people everywhere and noises and vendors and craftsmen all over. Who wants shoes, wallets, good luck charms? Tell me what you want, I'll find it for you. To the east part of the island, there is the religious neighborhood and the residence of the bishop. To the west, the royal palace, where rulers would live up until Char files time. Ah, I think we might be too noticeable with our sneakers. I have an idea to blend in with the crowd. Let's go to this little store. We will find suitable shoes. Here are some nice leather shoes. Well, they're not fashionable anymore, but they look like they fit me. Actually, the leather shoes we are facing date all the way back to the 15th century. They are very well preserved. They were discovered in a pit in the middle of Paris. High, low, closed, low-cut shoes. There is something for everyone. Which one do you want? I choose these high shoes. Oh, that's better. No one is looking at us funny anymore. Unfortunately, I still don't recognize anything from Paris. Oh yes, over there, I recognize that church. It's the Notre Dame Cathedral. Its construction lasted more than two centuries, from the 12th century to the middle of the 14th century. And it's still standing. right over our heads. There is a strange animal. It scares me a little. This is one of the cathedral's old gargoyles. Made by stonemasons, these figures can be animal, human, or even a bit of both. To create them, the craftsmen give free rein to their imagination. But why is it scary? It's a way to protect the building and repel evil. Well, they're also used to evacuate rainwater. As they stick out into the air, they reject water from the roofs so that it doesn't risk damaging the walls of the cathedral. Ah, it's spitting on me. Quick, let's go somewhere else. There are a lot of people here. In the Middle Ages, the Ile de la Cité, which is now in the heart of Paris, was a popular district. There are plenty of stalls, stores, and lots of artisans. Like the shoe salesman. Right. Here we are in the artisans district that focuses on working around animals. Now, if the leather artisans are there, it is because the butchers are not far away. Logical. We eat the meat and we use the skin. From shoes to fur to book bindings, nothing should be lost. 
so we use all the animals, meat, the skin and even the bones. But what do you make out of bones? Come over here and find out. Let's play. Playing with bones? Yes. Everything is collected and reused, and from the bones we sculpt different objects, like pawns or dice. Incredible! They don't look at all like bones anymore. So what are we playing? We're going to play snakes and ladders. Roll the dice. That will tell us where we're going. Six. I go six squares and I find myself... Oh, but where are we? We are now in the heart of Saint-Germain-des-Prés. The neighborhood and the atmosphere have changed again. On the Ile de la Cité, it was swarming with people and activities. And there, it is much quieter. At the time, Saint-Germain-des-Prés was outside Paris, far from the hustle and bustle of the city. Look at these terracotta tiles covering the floor. I have never seen such a pretty floor. That is because we are in a very precious and sacred place, the Abbey of Saint-Germain-des-Prés. Is that where monks lived? That's it. And this is the first necropolis of the kings of France. This is where kings and their loved ones were buried. Look! There are beautiful and colorful jewels. They were found in graves. But the dead don't need this kind of adornment. Back then, were there galas in the afterlife? It was a tradition inherited from the Romans. The deceased were accompanied in death by objects. Objects that tell little about who they were. Weapons for warriors. Adornments and jewelry for people of high rank. There was also tableware and food. All this to escort and protect the soul of the deceased. Ah, like the Egyptians. We go into death with the most beautiful object from our lives. Right. But if kings were here, where were the more common people buried then? In a parish cemetery adjoining a church. The largest in Paris is the one built around the church of the Saints Innocents. It welcomes the dead of about 20 parishes, hospitals and also strangers on the public highway. I know some poor and some rich, wise and crazy, priests and sinners, nobles, uglies, big and tiny, dead taken without exception. Oh, this is another poem by François Villon, The, the Dance, Dance of, of Death. Death. This is also the name of a painting on one of the walls of the Cemetery of the Innocents. There are skeletons dancing in it. I know the Fontaine de Innocent in the center of Paris, but does this cemetery still exist in Paris today? No. For health reasons, the cemetery was permanently closed on the 1st of December, 1780, and the adjoining church was demolished seven years later. As for the bones, they were transferred to the catacombs. Oh, and here, look at this stone. There is an unknown language inscribed on it. It's Hebrew. It reads from right to left. This stone is a funerary steel from a Jewish cemetery, which also dates back to the Middle Ages, but comes from another district of Paris. Nearly 80 stella were discovered in 1849 during construction work on the left bank of Paris, very close to the Seine. 
And where did we find all these treasures shown at the Carnavale Museum? Underground. There have been many excavations throughout history, and these treasures were found. Leather shoes, the bone pawns, gargoyles, the jewels, the funerary stele. The ground is full of secrets, secrets from the past. And today, in the 21st century, they are gathered at the Carnavale Museum. Oh, but the atmosphere has completely changed. We were back in the Middle Ages at the Cemetery of the Innocents, and here we are at a mall in Paris today. Yes, we are in the same place, but a few centuries later. Time travel is over for now. Back to the present. Yeah, but can I keep the medieval shoes on anyway? They don't light up, but they feel so good. No, give them back to the museum. No, no, no. <laughs> Once upon a museum at the Musée Carnavalet, a Paris Musée podcast produced with Pauline Copen, Elsa Denac, with the voices of Juliette Aver, Matthew Luret, Tania Matouk. Did you enjoy it? Discover the other museums through Once upon a museum. museum.